You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 11 minutes after 9, uh, South African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. It's the night of Yomul Jumu'ah. And uh, oh, our little ones are just too much. Are just, just, just too much. I was having a word with Qari Ismail Mater, him and his beloved family, and he says, Molana, I have to give you 10 out of 10. Uh, because the way you recited that beautiful nasheed, that nut, that Sunnah uh, Dil Sayyara. But anyway, I promised Qari Ismail Mater before I cross over to my beloved, honorable, respected Fabila Turusnad. Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim Damad Barakat to whom? So I told Qari Ismail I'm going to play for him one nasheed. So I promised him, so I'm going to play for him just, just maybe 30 seconds. And then inshallah we're crossing over to our beloved uh, uh, Mulana Salim Karim all the way from Ladysmith. Well, Qari Ismail and the listeners, quickly. I don't know if you guys understand Arabic, but of course I'm playing this special nasheed for my beloved colleague, uh, my sati. We were together in Darul Ulum Zakaria. I hope he's going to enjoy this nasheed. Take a listen to this. Put it out, brother Lakolo. Africa, in Janubi Africa. You know, I want to ask Ustad, maybe Ustad could maybe just give us a few tips, because we're touching on, on the importance, you know, of, of our kids, of our kids' education. And I have to tell Mulana Salim Karim that there was a very, very disturbing news uh, that I heard. And I have to tell Mulana Salim Karim this, that um, in, in one of the schools, uh, they, caught, they caught a boy and a girl, you know, in the toilet in one of the schools. And I'm not, of course, we're not allowed to, to mention the school's names, whatever. But I want to ask Mulana Salim Karim, where are we going wrong? What are our little ones? What are our little kids? Somebody says, no, Mulana, it's too much of cell phone. Somebody says, no, Mulana, we're, we're giving too much of freedom. Somebody says, no, Mulana, you know what? Take them out of school because school is bad for no, the education is good, you know. So before Mulana Salim gives us a, 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 a word of his advice, and I see these questions already coming in, I want to ask my beloved senior Ustad, can we compare our kids with the kids of Palestine, Palestine? Ustad, welcome to the program, the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah Ta'ala bless this night with afiyat and sa'adat. And Allah Ta'ala accept every single dua that we make. It's such a mubarak night. Raat wahi raat hoti hai. Jo teri yaad mein guzar jai. Really, that is such an important night, such a mubarak night, such mm. a blessed night. If we spend it in the remembrance of Allah mm. 
hands in the morning, you were making the zikr of Allah, Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah. Manana, likewise at night before you go to bed, make some zikr before you close your eyes because it's maybe the last time you will close your eyes and never open it again. Hmm. So, yes, a valid question, but inshallah, Mulana, let us read some durood and salam upon Rasulullah. Sallallahu Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena istafa Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim Qala Allahu ta'ala fil Qur'anil Majid wal Furqanil Hamid Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala an-nabi Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Qala ta'ala fi maqamin akhar وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مُقَامٍ آخَرٍ وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مُقَامٍ آخَرٍ يَا أَيُّهَا النَّبِيُّ إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ شَاهِدًا وَمُبَشِّرًا وَنَذِيرًا وَدَاعِيًا إِلَى اللَّهِ بِإِذْنِهِ وَسِرَاجًا مُنِيرًا وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مَقَامٍ آخَرٍ قالوا سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لساني يفكه قولي قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إنما بعثت لأتمم مكارم الأخلاق وقال أيضا إنما بعثت معلما أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم صدق الله مولانا الذيب Respected listeners Rather than sisters in Islam, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and me afiyat. As somebody said it very nicely, who's supposed to be our role model? <laughs> None other than Rahmatul Lil Alameen Muhammadur Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Never cry for celebrities. As they don't even know you, you exist. Cry for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
as he cried for you before you were even born. Allahumma gfirli ummati. Allahumma gfir ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Never cry for celebrities. They don't even know you exist. But look at the support for soccer, for cricket, for hockey, for mm-hmm. whatever it is. You've got their photographs in your room, you're wearing a t-shirt, you brag about them, your books, everything, because this is my hero. Mm. Well, on the day of Qiyamah, you'll be zero. Don't worry about that. Yallah. <laughs> yeah. Because we classify them as our heroes. Who's supposed to be your role model? لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam supposed to be our role model. Why? وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ And indeed you are of a great moral character. Allah Fawak is saying you asked a good question. I never loved anybody the way I love my children. It's a fact. We all love our children. But Mahana, you want to compare our children to the children of Palestine. This is a big difference. Those Muslim children, sometimes they wake up with gunfire. Yeah, Bombs exploding. With the most cruel type of atrocities where their parents are dying in front of them. <laughs> A child is begging that soldier, don't kill my mother. That mother is trying to grab the child out of that soldier, that Zalim's hand, and she's shot through the head. <laughs> Our children stand nowhere. <laughs> Most of us have spoiled our children. It's all about money, it's about name, it's about brand, and nothing about deed. We have to accept this. You may disagree with me. You have all the rights. But those Masum children, they've seen the worst of atrocities. We as adults cannot witness a scene of blood and death where people are being shot dead alive, dead into their homes. These Muslim children are looking at Waiting for that mother to wake up. But she's gone to Allah. The child is left as an orphan. She's crying for her mother. She's raising her hands to the heavens and asking, Bari Ta'ala, this is my mother. Allah, wake her up. I want my mother. You see, Allah says in the Quran, do people think they'll be just left free just because they said la ilaha illallah and they won't be tested they will be tested by Allah so yes, Mawlana, some of us as parents have done a splendid job with our children. Mm. From the time they were born, we inculcated 
such beautiful values, the greatest thing to teach your child is Tawheed. That everything happens with the will of Allah. This toy, when you give to your child, you must teach that child that Allah Park gave you this toy. <clears throat> Allah Park gave you this cup of juice or this plate of juice. Right from the beginning, teach the child, say, Bismillah, wa ala barakatillah. Allahu Akbar. Teach the child. Conscientize the child. So, as I'm saying, we can't compare our children to the children of Palestine. Sure. No school, deprived of water, their homes being bulldozed right in front of them. How tragic is that scene? To see your hard, sweat money bulldozed and you can do sweet nothing. That Masum child was looking at his house and he was proud. That one day, inshallah, I'll own this house. And overnight, it's demolished. Look at the taklif emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. The child is paralyzed. Mm. Do you, when you hear gunshots, these are ordinary pistols that we fire or we use. Those are sophisticated bombs, cluster bombs, and I don't know what type of weaponry is used. It's deafening. What fear? But still, alhamdulillah, they will say, tawakkal to Allah. They cry to Allah. They've gone through great torture and suffering. <clears throat> so that's why, Mulana, when Allah has given us wealth, support the cause of the Palestinian children. Yes, Ustad. <clears throat> Help them, educate them, provide water, shelter, stationery, education, talim, Quran, akhlaq. We have given our children the best. Still they not shukur. They're not satisfied. They want more and more and more. So, Mulana, we can't really draw a comparison. Because in the eyes of Allah, in the akramakum, in the Allah, it's taqwa, akhlaq, and qurbani will determine. But every child is a prize. Every child is a ni'mat. Every child is a rose for the parents. It's how you and I, Mulana, bring up these children will be the deciding factor. Mm. See? So I never loved anybody the way I love my children. That's a fact, Molana. So if you love your children, then love the sunnah of Rasulullah. Mm. Revive the sunnah of Rasulullah. Man ahabba sunnati faqad ahabbani. Whoever loves my sunnah has shown love for me. وَمَنْ أَحَبَّنِي كَانَ مَعِي Then you'll be with me in Jannah. <clears throat> you asked me a question, can we compare our children to the children of Palestine? Definitely not. Allah has favored us with lots of bounty. وَإِن نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا But you see those Muslim children and the parents for the last 40 years, 50 years, it's all about sacrifice. It's all about making sabr, seeing the zulm and atrocities that are taking place. <clears throat> so children are growing up in that environment, Morana. That's the best that they know. And our children, Nazme Palehwe. 
on small bike through the parents who get so excited, they want to rush him with the ambulance to the hospital. I see there's, yeah, a, so, there's a sister yeah. saying here from Azadville, don't you think Molana Salim Karim, they would want to join here, come to join us here in South Africa? I don't think so, Ustad. Oh, no, no. You know, your parents, the land where you were born, you were educated, you were fed, is very precious to you. It's very hard sometimes. You see, when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born in Makkah al-Mukarrama, 13 years of suffering and persecution, Finally, they threw Rasulullah out of Makkah. They banished him. Hmm. Rasulullah cried on the outskirts of Makkah. He raised his hands to Rabbul Alameen. Bari ta'ala, I'm helpless. Oh Allah, I love Makkah with all my heart. Allah, I love Makkah al-Mukarram. Allah, I love the Baytullah. But what must I do? My people are kicking me out. But you see, when you make hijrat and mujahada, Molana, when you strive and struggle, Allah will open the doors of success. We really haven't been tested in this country. Wallahi, Molana. Hakusad, Wallahi. to Allah for that. Okay, Allah has blessed us with afiyat. And you know why, Molana? That in every town, city, and village in South Africa, there's a Hafizul Quran. There's a maktab, there's a madresa, there's a hips class. Sure. Allah will admit. If Allah has the gunas that we are making in this town or in this city or in this country, even shaitan is embarrassed. But I can tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. Put my neck on the block. It's the barakat of the Quran that Allah is saving us every day. Because the type of atrocities, the zulm and the torture that can happen in this country, Allah forbid, will be worse than you can ever think of. But Allah is protecting us because of the barakat of the Quran. Wallahi, Malana, go into a village, go into a town, go into a city, go wherever you want. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, <coughs> parents are taking their children at tahajjud time for Quran. Children are reading Quran from time. Elders are reading Quran from tahajjud time. Allah has promised rahmat and mercy. Allah has promised protection. Afzalu dhikr, the best form of dhikr is tilawat quran So Wallahi, Malana, we are being just saved by the fuzzle of Allah because we are showing love for the Quran and the only thing is that we're not practicing on the Quran. So Allah Ta'ala make us amili Quran also. <clears throat> Allah Ta'ala give us the understanding of the Quran. I got a question. Mm-hmm. As you knock me with the sixer, I want to give you double that. Jiwustad. Do you think the cell phone is taking us to Jannat or is taking us to Jahannam? Ya Allah. Mm-hmm. I want to ask our listeners, I'm asking you a question, Mulana. In your experience, Alhamdulillah, do you think this cell phone, which is supposed to be used especially for communication, the important work, is the cell phone taking my child, my wife, my daughter, my sister, my mother, my father, my grandfather, is it taking us to Jannat? Or he's taking us to Jahannam. Let's see what our listeners say. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala protect us. That is why. If you want your children to be the coolness of your eyes, then give them the best Islamic education. Rabbi shrahli 
صدري ويسر لي امري ربي اشرح لي صدري ولا اوبن ماي هارت لا اوبن ماي تشست الله ليت نوليدج بينيتريت ماي هارت الله ميك ماي هارت ريزرفوير ايل ربي اشرح لي صدري الله پاک تو حضرت موسی علیہ السلام دی دعا cuz now you're going to go to firaun <coughs> going to talk to the greatest zalim and oppressor who pronounce ana rabbukum alala i am the king of kings main badshahon ka badshah hu greatest enemy of allah greatest mushrik you can think of allah <coughs> pak is teaching hazrat musa alaihi salam this story hazrat musa alaihi salatu salam when he was a child and the whole story that he was found in the basket his mother put him in and firaun's wife asia was sitting near the river nile and she saw this basket and she said to the khadima take this basket out and she found the baby in it it was hazrat musa alaihi salam as a baby ji <coughs> and firaun had that time his advisors told him that you know all this astrology and all these people who do amaliyat and jadoo and seher and said there's going to be a child Mm. your male child is going to be born mm. and he could be the root of your destruction so firaun said every male child that is born kill him to win hasia found this little baby other musa alayhi salam in the basket she said to firaun you know this is such a mashallah child See, i think we should keep him though he's a boy mm. with a male child let's keep it put on to a shop if you don't say you know what somebody in his mind is saying no man there's something that's about about this child it it's, it's not it's not making sense so okay so they said okay test him then they said test him yeah let's give him a, a hot charcoal children are children anything that is shining they put it in their mouth so let's see So they gave him charcoal. As Musa alayhi salatu was salam is a baby. It's a natural instinct of children. Anything that's decorative, something that's colorful, they will go for that. It's muscular coordination, you know, recognition. You know, you give the children plastic, plasticine so that you want to strengthen the finger, the muscles, everything. It's all a system in place in grade R, double R, whatever it is. Those teachers know what they teach the children. So, Asya said, okay, test him then, because he's like a normal child. He's not an extraordinary child. Test him. Mm. You see, he'll go for the, what you call charcoal. Hot charcoal, red charcoal. And Hazrat Musa, alayhi salatu wa salam, picks it up. And he brings it close to his mouth. He touched his tongue. Hazrat Jibreel, alayhi salam, came immediately and shifted the hand of mm. Hazrat Musa, alayhi salam. So the Musa alayhi salam had a little problem of stuttering a little problem So the Musa alayhi salatu wassalam Allah pak taught him this though that's why those who struggle to read the Quran Mulana they stutter It's funny Mulana when I talk to you I got a stuttering problem every word is difficult for me to pronounce but wallahu alazim this is a mujiza of the Quran try uh, you may have a child at home stuttering but let the child read quran he won't stutter morana this is a mujiza of the quran it's a miracle of the quran 
رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري ولا ميك ماي تاسك ايزي واحد العقده من لساني ولا اندو ذا تايتنس اون ماي تانغ ذا نوت اون ماي تانغ يفقهوا قولي ذات وين اي سبيك بيبل كان انديرستاند مي اون اف اي دونت سبيك كليرلي ذاتس واي ذا سنه اوف رسول الله sallallahu alaihi wasallam as a speaker as a wise alima muallima whatever when you speak and quote a hadith of rasulullah or you want to emphasize something say it three times because sometimes a person in the first instance may just get the gist of it or he didn't get the whole hadith so you repeating it for the second time then too he's not 100% sure but for the third time when you say it he's already by heart to it and written it So Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whenever he is to speak, <clears throat> Rasulullah would repeat himself thrice. So Hadrat Musa alayhi salatu wa sallam, that's why Allah Paak said, whoever reads Quran and they stutter and read the Quran, it's difficult. But they try and don't ever make mockery of a person who stutters. <clears throat> you see, some of us got a bad habit in school. In Madrasa, we make mazgari of that boy or that girl yes. because she's stuttering. You don't know the sawab Allah is going to give to them. Because a person who stutters and reads the Quran, Allah will give him double ajar. One for the effort that he's making. He's trying his level best to read Allah's kalam. And Allah will also recite, reward him for reciting the Quran. Mm. So, nurun ala nur for those students who stutter and read the Quran, or those adults who stutter and read the Quran, they're born like that. Fine. But Allah will give them double ajar. How rahim and kareem is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Tamana, my question, I don't know if you've got any response from our listeners. Somebody, yes, says, yeah, somebody says from Velkom Ustad, don't you think, uh, dear Mulana Salim, Our children need to be advanced as well. They need to know about technology. Please answer me. Sister from Velkom Ustad. We want the best technology. Subhanallah. When you see a person who has horses, al-khayl, wal-bighala, mules, donkeys. During the time of Rasulullah, these were vehicles of transport. It was a pride to own a horse. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah has put the love of women, wives in my heart. And after wives, the thing that I love the most is horses. So Allah Paak is saying in the Quran, وَالْخَيْلَ وَالْبِغَانَ وَالْحَمِيرَ لِتَرْكَبُوهَا وَزِينَةً When you see a horse rider, Mulana, look at the style, look at the pose, look at the gallop, look at the standing on that horse, look at how fighting with the sword, how he can throw a spear, he can control that horse, Mulana, he can go with the bounce, وَزِينَةً What a beautiful to see a horse rider. Allah is telling you that in the Quran. After a wife, the best thing to own Is a, not a BMW, Mulana, own a horse. Look after that horse and make a need. Allah, 
one day if jihad becomes fard i'm going to ride with this horse and fight in the path of allah wal adiyati dhabhan fal muriyati qadha fal mughirati subha la pakistan qasam of the horses when you use in jihad go over that sura so molana allah tala make it easy for us to hazrat musa alayhi salatu wassalam allah tala had given him this gift hazrat musa alayhi salam was given the title of kalimullah he used to talk to allah quite often he should make munajat to allah and one day allah pak said to him oh musa the doors of munajat for you now and kubuliyat is closed your mother has passed away when your mother was alive ji your duas is to hit the arsh of allah immediately zara samal kar baat karna abhi think very carefully when you speak allah akbar and remember mawlana the day you die there is a door in the heaven that cries to allah because your rosy comes from that door and your amals go up to allah through that door the day you close your eyes the door is shut <laughs> so coming back to your question mawlana i see most listeners are saying jahannam ustad ji mashallah that that's good we still could live a life without a phone definitely bolana what is so important we had those olden days for mona we used to crank the phone i don't know if you remember in the olden days mona we had a cross line you know one line would cross with the farmer next door and you ring that thing that farmer is speaking up that side see there was no such advanced technology but alhamdulillah we still had a phone but day children answered the phone you had no chance it was only the elders and that to out of necessity a funeral message ji or an emergency not for chatting and not for yapping ji look at the time that we have spent the effort that we put in we could have made so many tasbihat so much of durood so much of neki we could have done we wasted our talent we wasted our time only in one one whole day i think this 86000 seconds or 84000 seconds ask yourself how many seconds did i spend in the remembrance of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. the thing that has made our children retarded our children read nothing molana we used to go to the library our parents would take us we should read a book we should analyze a book mashallah the essays that we wrote mashallah it was of quality today is paste and copy paste and copy what you learning what you teaching the child mm. he can't even read because everything is found for him no effort if you don't give yourself totally for education you'll get zero results Huck. go and do the check the metric result go back before cell phones came in south africa go and study everything see the life that we led more divorces now more destruction now more abuses now more what you call sexual harassment now all because of the cell phone go back before the cell phone and came and see the crime stats in this country mm. see the akhlaq of the people see the quality of the students alana the cell phone has destroyed this ummah more so it has destroyed the muslim ummah what happens to the kufar that they a problem they will answer to allah but you and me as parents kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ul on rajib allah is going to ask you on the day of qiyamah what did you educate your child Do we have answers for that? You think we're going to get away scot free? No way. Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ul. 
So it's left up to you whether you want to make your children your enemy or you want to make them your friend. If you want to make them your friend, then give them the best Islamic tarbiyah. That mother is saying we need technology, 100%. Let me tell you, sister, your son or your daughter can become the astronaut or the best scientist, mm. Nobel Prize winner in the world. For his akhirat is a big zero. Mm. Because it's that knowledge that he has is not going to help him in the cover. Ilmun yuntafarubi. Once a person dies, he takes everything, his mind, his intelligence, his brilliance, his experience, and everything turns into dust. But an alim or a Muslim, whatever he or she learned, Allah will give the sawab and ajr till the day of Qiyamah. That's the difference. <laughs> this world is temporary. Allah has kept Jannah for you forever and ever. Yes, I am saying we need the best doctors, best lawyers, everything. But priority is your ta'alluq with Allah, your knowledge of Allah, your marifat of Allah, your understanding of Allah, your love for Rasulullah, the upholding of sunnah of Rasulullah. That's going to give you success in this dunya and in the akhirah. And you will leave behind good children. Okay, you educated your children and you, all of them became doctors, professors, pharmacists, mm. everything. How will that pharmacy language or information is going to help my father or my mother in the cupboard? I want to know if our listeners can answer. Yes, Ustad. <laughs> well said. I want to know. Uh, I, not, I don't know about maths. I was not so good in maths. Me too, Ustad. X, X plus Y will equal Z. I don't know. <laughs> How is that going to help us? <laughs> but if I say Alif La Allah will give me that sawab. I don't know the meaning of Alif Lam. That's the beauty between difference between circular education and Islamic education. Just by me saying Alif Lam Mim, Urupi Mukatta'at, the meaning of all Yasin, Taha, Kaf, Ha, Ya, Ain, Sad, Ha, Mim, Ain, Sin, Kaf, Noon, Wal Qalami, Wama, Yasrun, Ila Akhirihi. The meaning of these words, only Allah Ta'ala knows. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah will reveal it. But ulama-i-kiram say, see the barakat of the Qur'an. I don't know the meaning. Yes, the mufassirin have given different interpretation of what huruf-i-muqatta'at means, what alif means, what lam means, what mim means. But the real meaning, the hakiki meaning of alif, lam, mim, and all these abbreviations, only Allah Ta'ala knows. Though I don't know the meaning, but Allah promised to me, if I say Alif is harfun, Lam harfun, Mim harfun, for each letter, Allah is giving me 10 naked. 10 times 3 is 30. In Ramadan, Allah multiplies it by 700. So you read the whole Quran and see how much sawab Allah is giving to you. So I'm not saying circular education is not important. It's equally important. Listen to the son who started. The, 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 the yeah. sister says in sentence, she says, but yeah. my son didn't go to madrasa. Mulana Salim. But uh-huh. he studied to be an accountant and he's doing so well. So now you tell me, sister from Santa Ustad. Ya Allah. Mm. Alhamdulillah, Mulana, we need accountants. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that don't educate your child. I'm not saying that. We need all types. You need nurses, we need doctors, we need pilots, 
We need everyone. We need someone to clean the sewer also. Malana, if the sewer is blocked, see, you need all types of profession in this dunya. But don't make this dunya your priority. That's the mistake. We don't want the love of this dunya to soak into your heart. As the great Akabirin has said, you see, a huge tanker that's carrying 100,000 tons of oil. What's the weight? 100,000 tons of oil. It's, it's sailing gracefully on the, on the ocean, on the sea. How is that possible? As long as that ship is floating above the water. <clears throat> but the moment that tanker goes below the water, it will definitely sink. So likewise, Allah created this dunya. We have to in the dunya, khuliqat lakum. Allah is saying that we have created this dunya for you. Enjoy this dunya, inshallah. But, oh, insan, Allah has created you for the akhirah. But Ustaz... If an accountant asked him, asked that mother, alhamdulillah, by his accountancy, how much deen came in the home? Yes, that's what I was going to say, Ustaz. Yes. Let's be fair, okay? Fine, alhamdulillah, excellent. He's a CA, subhanallah. We need CA. We need all that accountants, everything. But... Through CA, how much of deen has come into him, into the family, and how much of contribution of deen? Gee, alhamdulillah, he has made an effort that he has made. Because I'm saying, even one second you spend in the path of Allah, you are given reward and so on. My yuridillahu bihi khayran, yufaqihu fi deen. When Allah desires for you to be good, they give you the understanding of deen. So deen is priority. Dunya comes after that. Hmm. The sister says, Ustad, uh, I'm sorry, Mulana Salim Karim, you are quite right, but it's just that my son don't have deen in him. He hardly also performs his salah, but he's doing well for an accountant. Ustad, look at that. Allah, but it's so sad. The mother, she cried tears of blood. Because Allah is going to hold her responsible. That mother is proud. My son has got a degree. He's graduated. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. He's one of the top CAs of the country. But he doesn't read namaz. As-salatu imadu deen. Namaz is the pillar of deen. Addibu awladakum. Discipline your children. Teach them to love Rasulullah. Teach them to love the family of Rasulullah. Teach them tilawatul Quran. Allah is making it compulsory you as parents. Teach the child how to read Quran. When your child reaches the age of seven, introduce him to namaz. Take him to the masjid. Teach him qiyam, ruku, sujood, tashahud. Start teaching him. Start inculcating in him. Putting him into practice so his muscles, so that he can go into sujood, he can get up, he can be ready, inshallah, at the age of seven. No other ibadat, Rasulullah said, because the ibadat of masum children is nafil. The sawab goes to the parents. Mm. You know, when a masum child reads, all the sawab that he reads goes to the parents. In you and me, it's our duty. We are adults, mm. each one of us. Whatever ibadat we make, whatever durood and salam we read, whatever charity we give, the nafil, make a need, Allah, give this amanat, this gift to my parents. Sure. You owe it to your parents. Waladun salihun yadullah. You leave behind pious children, Allah Pak didn't say, 
You left behind a pilot, you left behind an accountant, you left <laughs> behind a doctor or a scientist. Waladun salihun. Allah just wants piety in your child. But yes. can I ask you a question, Ustad? Yeah. Do you think yeah. do you think this can affect our children's marriages the day when they want to get married, or the twenty one or twenty five or twenty seven, our daughters or our sons the day they want to get married? Do you think this will affect the marriages, Ustad? No, no, no. It's such a beautiful question. If you lack Islamic education, because uh. you don't know what is hukukullah, what is my right in Islam, mm. what is hukukul ibad, what is my right to my wife, to my children, mm. how will that be achieved, Mona? If I don't go to a madrasa, I don't sit in front of an ustad, mm. I don't go for classes, I don't go for tafsir, I don't go for hadith classes, I don't go for fiqh classes, Islamic jurisprudence. How can that marriage be successful? Sure. Because I know nothing about what Islam says, how I should talk. What is my duty as a husband? What is the duty of my wife? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, on the night of Miraj, I visited Jahannam and Jannah. And I saw in Jahannam mostly women. In the morning when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Bilal, call all the women folk here. And addressed them. Rasulullah addressed them and said, Allah Pak took me on the spiritual journey. Allah Pak gave me a tour of Jahannam. And mostly I saw women. So the women were absolutely shocked and said, Ya Rasulullah, why us? In the majority, Rasulullah said two things. Mm. There's two weaknesses. In mm-hmm. One, you get angry, you swear, you curse. How many times we heard parents cursing their children? Yeah. It comes out, it's just a secondary thing. When they're angry, they don't realize what they're saying. They make lanat, they curse their children. And most probably that's a time of ijabat by Allah, and the curse is accepted, and the child is destroyed. Who's responsible? You cut your own legs with your own self. <laughs> Number two, you are ungrateful to your husband. Na shukr. Unappreciative. All his life he looked after you, gave you the best of best. But if on one occasion he gets unemployed or he doesn't have finance, he's gone bankrupt, and you're demanding, you're asking, making big problems, and telling him, I'm married to you for so many years. You never gave me a black farthing. Never gave me a penny. Na'ashukar. Kufrani ashir. The word in the hadith. Be ungrateful to your husband. Allahu Akbar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, Mulana. So for that mother, <laughs> by her own, by her <laughs> own, what was <laughs> a confession, my child doesn't read namaz. You know how hurtful that is, Mulana. When Rasulullah said, when your child is seven years old, teach him to read namaz. When he's 10 years old, give him a light beating and get him accustomed to namaz. And a mother is feeling proud that <laughs> my son is an accountant, he's a scientist, he's a doctor, but he can't read namaz. Ustad, listen to this. If he can't read namaz, Mulana, do you think he can read Quran? Let's be fair. Hmm. So what answer are you going to give to Allah? Allah is definitely going to hold us accountable. وَكُلُّكُمْ رَعِينَ أَنْ مَسْعُولٌ عَنْ رَعِيَّةٍ كُلُّكُمْ رَعِينَ وَكُلُّكُمْ مَسْعُولٌ عَنْ رَعِيَّةٍ 
all of us are like shepherds. We are responsible for our flock. And Allah is going to ask you about each son and daughter. Did you give him the Islamic education? Did you teach them the Quran? So what answer are you going to give to Allah? Are you going to present a CA certificate in the cover when they're going to wake you up? The first question they're going to ask you, Who was your Allah? So if you read namaz, you read Quran, you kept in the company of the pious, you have Islamic education, you will say, Allahu Rabbi, because you know the answer. It was day and night on your tongue. Allah is my Malik. Allah is my Razak. Allah is my provider. The first question, Mar Rabbuk in your grave. And what's the answer you're going to give? Allahu Rabbi. My Allah is my Rabb. <laughs> you know the answer on your tip. Man Nabiyuk. An image of Rasulullah will be shown to you in the cover. Do you recognize this personality? So if you read the seerah of Rasulullah, you read the sunnah of Rasulullah, a whole description of how handsome Rasulullah was. Every part of his body is described in Shamayli Tirmizi, that how beautiful, how handsome Allah Pak created. And Allah created you as how you want it. See? Hazrat Hassan ibn Sabit is praising Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. See? That Allah created you, Ya Rasulullah, as you desire. See? No woman had given birth to such a beautiful personality like Rasulullah. وَأَحْسَنَ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَلِدِ such beautiful words of tarif for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Allah Pak is going to show you, gee, the two angels in the cupboard are going to show you an image of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah had a sunnah beard. Do we have a sunnah beard? Mm-hmm. I say I profess I love Rasulullah. Is my dressing, my attire, my appearance? Make a need, never mind. All this while we made a mistake, Morana. We all are insan. Allah is Ghafoor Rahim. Make a near tonight. That inshallah, from tomorrow I'm not going to put a blade on my cheek, on my face. <laughs> I'm going to keep a beard. And that wife must kiss the beard every day. I'm serious, Mulana. Do you know how handsome a person looks with a beard? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Noorun ala noor. So, are we going to stand in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Rasulullah is going to give us some house to drink. That beautiful water. That barakat water. Personally, Rasulullah is going to present it to you. The angel will come and stop Rasulullah. Ya Rasulullah, he is not deserving to this. <coughs> Don't give it to him. Rasulullah will say, but this is my ummati. He will say, Ya Rasulullah you don't know what he did. See, after your demise, he never followed your sunnah. He never followed your way. Mm-hmm. He doesn't deserve. <coughs> How embarrassing is that? When you give somebody and you stop halfway, this person is not deserving to get this medal. Take it away. How embarrassing is that? So do we want to be embarrassed in front of Rasulullah? That's a question we need to ask. Hmm. Listen to this one, Ustad. Um, uh, this is from uh, Johannesburg, okay? It says, uh, Dear Molana Salim, my wife, she wears makeup, she wears tights, no scarf, but I'm trying, Molana Salim and Brava Arafat. I'm trying. And she's very beautiful. 
What do I do, Ustad? Shoo! Molana, diamonds, I don't think you expose diamonds, Molana. Uh-huh. You keep them in underground safe, bolted, not to be seen and viewed by anybody. So Allah Pak has given you a beautiful wife, Alhamdulillah. Admire her beauty. Her beauty is only and solely for you. So she wants to dress up like that in front of you and solely for you in the mm. bedroom. Alhamdulillah, nurun ala nur. She doesn't have to walk the catwalk and the whole world to look at her and admire her. Nobody wants to do that, Malana. Your wife is not so cheap. She's a diamond. Haq. But Ustad, Ustad, but again, no deen. No deen, Ustad. You know, we're coming there, Malana. No problem. As I said to you, there's nothing wrong. First and foremost, a wife should look the best for her husband. Uh-huh. So when he looks at her, he must be just smiled and smiled and make shukr to Allah. That Rabbul Alameen, you gave me a beautiful wife. But what Rasulullah said, first bizati deen. Haq. Give preference to deen. Haq. Beauty. Today you got beauty, Molana. Some of the women after 30 years, 40 years, Molana, they're looking old. Yeah. And you have to look for makeup to do cover-ups. The best makeup, the best nur, the best glitter is the hajjud namaz. Mm. You get up for the hajjud namaz and stay in the state of wudu. Allah will give you such beauty. You don't need no makeup. You need nothing. Allah will be test tried and trusted. Mm. So, yeah, again, there's no deen. You see, whether you, you know, you don't want to wear the scarf, Marana. you don't want to wear the parda, you don't want to wear the short. The day you die, you'll be forced to cover you with your coffin. Ya Allah. Then I want to see. Then I want to see what reaction you'll be have. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. You're not listening to your husband. Mm. You're not listening to your parents. So whether you like it or not, when they put you on that on that bathtub to give you ghusl when you die, Marana, the next step is to put the kafan and they're going to cover your face. Allah. So, so is that the only time you want your face to be covered? When your face will be covered in kafan? And is this how you're going to stand in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam parda, your hair is open. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never touched the hand of a female. A lady put her hand to give something to Rasulullah. He did not have mehendi. Rasulullah refused to accept that. Said, go and put mehendi on this hand of yours. Is this how we want to meet Rasulullah? The way we dress tight. Where's the sharam? Where's the modesty? Yes, in your house, do anything. Walk with nothing to it. Fine. But have some sharam and haya. In your bedroom, do whatever you want. But in public, be covered, be modest, and inshallah, your identity as a Muslim sister, inshallah, will be upheld. Be like the sun, not like the moon. Indeed. Indeed, Day with the moon, you can, the whole night you can look at the moon. Allahu Akbar. But when you look at the sun, immediately your eyes are lowered. Because the power of the rays of the sun is so strong that you cannot look, not for even five seconds, Mulana. Immediately lower your gaze. So my advice to our mothers and sisters, be like the sun. <laughs> lower your gaze, men and women, if you want halawati iman, you want Allah to give you a good moth, Allah Ta'ala to give you peace of mind, lower your gaze. Indeed, Ustad, deen, 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 I see this. That husband, Moana, needs to get up at that due time, mm. wake his wife up, inshallah, both of them. Let's read the Hajjud Namaz together, let both of us make dua. 
Allah make me pious, Allah make my husband pious. Allah make me an ummati of Rasulullah. Allah grant me your happiness and joy. <laughs> Allah forgive me, I made mistakes. But now I'm turning and I'm covering up now because I have to be covered the day I die. So let me cover up properly in this dunya. My beauty and my charms are only for my husband and not for public view. Well, sir, uh, quickly, there's two questions here. One says, uh, very interesting topic. I'm a varsity student. Uh, you are 100% right. A lot of varsity students don't perform salah. And there's so much wrong happening. Uh, and most parents are sleeping. That's one. The other one says here, please pass my sincerest greetings to Mulana Salim. I found him in my hour of need. Ask him to make special dua for me. Faisal from Houghton, Ustad. Allah Ta'ala grant all our brothers and sisters afiyat, shukran, jazilan. As I said, the dua that you make for your Muslim brother in his absence, Allah Ta'ala will grant you jannah. And the farishtas tell you that what dua you made for that brother, Allah Ta'ala grant you the same favors. So that's the beauty of it. Mulana, why would I want to send my child, if we know that there's writing taking place there, there's destruction taking place, we can see it clearly with our eyes. Mm. And then we still send our children in the firing line. Is this intelligence or is this stupidity? Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Mm. Once you become Bali, we answerable to Allah for our gunas. But when it comes to looking after children and making tarbiyat, even if they are 50 years old, you'll say, but the man is like a grandfather now, great-grandfather. But still, he must make adab and listen to his parents. You know the Muslim, Munara? This now telling your parents, you know what, Abba, Ammi, I'm married now. Don't tell me what to do with my life. But we are a very sorry person. So, Munara, this is our parents' need to realize what is more iman, that my child becomes a murtad, my child becomes an atheist, my wife, my daughter becomes a prostitute. Is this what we are teaching our children? Or we want our children to become? Is that what you brought them up for? You cried for them? You spent thousands of rand for them to become bedi? No, no, no. We can't do this. We need to think sensibly. So may Allah, I am not saying don't educate your children. Please, for Allah's sake, don't read me wrong. Give your children the best English education. Priority is Islamic education. That mm. goes without saying. Islamic education comes first. So a person knows his rights to Allah and to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and to his fellow human being. But if you know what is happening in the varsities, in the colleges, you know exactly every day a girl is being raped, sexually harassed, they're getting pregnant, they're having abortion, they're making secret nikahs, their friends, just to justify their zina. Do you know that is happening in the universities, Mulana? Friends get together, one great spark is a hafizab, he doesn't know how to make the nikah, but mashallah, He's going to keep the secret. He put the boy and girl together. Two friends sit down there. Mashallah, nakah tuha wa kabil tuha wa tazawwaj tuha. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Lanat on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lanat be on them. That's happening in the colleges, Mulana. Why? To justify zina. Who are you bluffing? Our daughters are getting married like this, Mulana, in the varsity, in the colleges. I'm not saying all of them, <laughs> but some of them. It's a reality and it's a truth. So I still want to send my daughter there. I want to send my son there. That hostel is full of what you call drugs, sexual abuse, the lesbian, the homosexuality, all the haram vices <laughs> happening there. You want to send your masum 
child, mm. your, your, your pretty rose that you nurtured for so many years just to be crushed and crumbled? No, Mulana, that's not sensible thinking. No. No, that's not accepted, Mulana. So may Allah Ta'ala Ustad, we have to leave it there, inshallah. We will definitely, definitely, inshallah, maybe continue next week or maybe, inshallah, this coming Saturday. So we're requesting for Duas. There are many, many questions not yet answered, Ustad. So we leave it there, inshallah. inshallah, Ustad. No problem. Be strong enough to let go and wise enough to wait for what you deserve. Hmm. Be strong enough to let go. People will hurt you, will suffer emotionally, depression, anxiety, panic. Be strong enough to let go and be wise enough to wait for what you deserve. Mm. And Allah will give you Ameen. the right partner and the right rosy. Amin. Inshallah, Seven minutes after 10 South African time, uh, we thank our beloved Ustad and many listeners who are with us this evening. It's a very, very interesting topic. And of course, there's a, there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. And are we blind? Or maybe we're just pretending, my beloved listeners of Marka Sahaba. I live in the love in this beautiful evening. Juma Mubarak to one and all. See you guys tomorrow morning. Same time, same place on our program, As Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and brother Lakalo, Allahumma Hadina wa Hadibina wa Hadina Sajamiya. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.